hoodie this neat. It's just black and white. It's like you either do this or you die. Seriously. Vegas with a chick is the ultimate meeting. Game. You don't understand English. Juan Kenobi. Juan Kenobi. That's all I wrote. I'm not sure what what I was thinking. <laughs> but why are you talking about this? And you're like, because I'm bored. Prolific. <laughs> That's, that's how it begins this time. That's how it begins. Tyler Deflin gets the glory of starting this episode of Pretty This Meat. I was trying to get Scout's attention. She doesn't care, though. She's really interested in, like, her elbow area. Well, sometimes your elbows are, like, the saltiest part of your body. Do you have an elbow if you have four legs? Is it a knee or is it an elbow? That's what I mean. Is it an elbow if you have four legs? It depends. You know, it, apparently, it apparently elephants are the only, like, four-legged mammal whose front legs bend forward. They all bend the same direction? Oh, is that what it is? Yes. Yeah. All of them bend the same direction, and they all bend forward like that, rather than, you know, backwards. So like they that. have knees? Yeah. Well, I think those are elbows, then. But then, I guess, in the back, I don't know. It's... In the back? Yeah, I don't know. That's strange. They're probably all knees, just on the back. Have we leg. asked this before? What would chairs look like if, like, our legs bent the other way? How, how do you fit? How would we sit? <laughs> Probably the same way, just with our legs standing up. Maybe. Like a dog. When when you sit a dog down on its ass and its legs are just like... <laughs> up in the air, like, I can't help myself. I can't help myself. What's happening? <laughs> it always seems to be girl dogs, too. Guy dogs, they just kind of, like, lay there and live. Girl dogs, they're, it's like their toes are spread out wide. <laughs> Very poignant. <laughs> it must explain a lot about... Uh, no, it doesn't. I don't gender. Think. Probably not. <laughs> Maybe it does. Anyway... We are back and better than ever and probably less prepared than ever. No. Maybe, Maybe slightly more prepared than last time. Yeah. Maybe not. Well, may, I don't know. Maybe a, not last time, but definitely at some point we were less prepared than today. It's uh, it's kind of a toss up, but uh, we are going to jump right into uh, right into everyone's favorite game here. Everyone's favorite segment. It takes one to know one. Tyler, definitely go. Um, so I, I like walk dogs and stuff, you know, right? Mm-hmm. And I also dog sit. So basically, I'm just in other people's houses a lot. Sitting on their dogs? Yeah. And uh, I was sitting on your dog about 15 minutes ago. Yeah, well, she's kind of comfortable like that. Um, And I noticed, like, a lot of these houses are, I mean, it's Orange County, so a lot of them are white people. White people are, you know, they're prominent here. So a lot of white people. Yes, lots of white people. And white people like to tell you how much they travel you know yes and not just like verbally but also like around their house you know they'll have pictures of them anywhere besides like here you know what i mean as like a clout thing i think doing white people things like here's me at the beach in hawaii at a resort here's me in south africa at a resort at the beach here's me in like china in some you know touristy square kind of thing anyway it's kind of funny because they always have that map you know that map that i'm talking about a map um, that has little pins in it. Little pins of where you've oh, been. Like, I've been here. Little been pins here. where you've been. It's really funny because I've noticed the vast majority of people with pins in maps like that. Super detailed maps take up like a whole wall. All their pins, America and Europe. <laughs> or Australia. Like you can totally, they're almost being accidentally racist by showing you all the places. I'm never going here. I'm never going here. <laughs> South America, Africa, Asia, hell no. <laughs> 
That is kind of funny. <laughs> like, there's like a good like 70 pins in the map, and all of them are in America or like Western Europe, like London, Spain, France, Italy. They're basically just saying white people are scared of brown people. <laughs> And, and I know that's not what they're meaning to do. They're trying to be like, look at all the places I travel. It's like, look at all the white, friendly places that I but travel. But not those places. But not that place. But not that place. Not the not, not these place. entire four continents. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. With a total of like five billion people in them. They're just like, no. Nah. Nah, I'm not going there. So they didn't even realize what they're trying to show off. So they're not going to <laughs> India. They're not going to Africa. They're not going to Asia. They're not going to... Not a single dot in any of those. <laughs> they go to Australia. Yeah, the only southern hemisphere one is fucking australia Fuck australia dude australia's got some pretty vicious animals there i don't know if i want to go to australia they, they have apparently some, have spiders there like big ass spiders. dinner plates yeah. i'm not i'm not down with that shit at big all big ass spiders I will take apparently chances like, apparently if you're a farmer or like a landowner in uh like rural uh australia you have to meet a quota of hunting up to like five kangaroo a year like it's on the citizens to control the kangaroo population because if not kangaroos would like overrun australia like it's uh, not it's not some stereotype that isn't true like there really are kangaroos everywhere in australia that is hilarious yeah like they'll just walk up to people's backyards and just fuck shit up they're like bears though you know they're like oh let me try this out your whole western wall is just torn up have you seen that video of the guy who's who's he i don't know he's probably in australia because i'm pretty sure that's the only place oh who saves his dogs from punching that kangaroo just hits the fucking uh kangaroo with a fucking left jab just right in the jaw because the dogs are like hey i want to play with this kangaroo and a kangaroo's got like these really powerful hind legs and they can hold you with their forepaws and basically what they try to do is like eviscerate you they're velociraptors they've yeah. got like these crazy hooks on their on their feet uh-huh. and yeah yeah they'll just straight up like get you right in the belly and you get you do yeah disemboweled disembowel you and so the guy runs out into the middle of the fucking yard with his kangaroo and the kangaroo like drops a dog and just like they square off for like a fucking good like 10 seconds and the kangaroo's just sizing this guy up and this guy's just looking at him like he's ready to fucking go he's got his fists up and you're watching this video going what on earth could he possibly do? And he just... And he, pow, lands a fucking left jab right on the chin of the kangaroo. And the kangaroo falls back on its tail, like... It's like, what? Its arms go up and it, like, shakes its head. It stares at him for another three seconds. And then he's like, fuck this, I'm out. You win this round. I don't even think the kangaroo runs away. I think the guy just looks at the kangaroo, sees that it's kind of bewildered, and goes, all right, dog, let's go. Yeah, like, let's go, all right. And the kangaroo's just like, what the fuck just happened? Jesus. kangaroo has never been hit in the face before. This this hairless freak came up to me Boom. squared off and man really threw me for a loop <laughs> i wasn't expecting to get fucking crossed up like that but yeah dude it's a hilarious video i like i could watch it over and over and over again because the way that the kangaroo reacts to getting hit in the face is very uh very human like like if you got hit in the face out of nowhere you just I love the way kangaroos fight each other because they're like rock'em sock'em robots where their heads can just go backwards at like 90 degrees like without seemingly hurting them. So they just stand back there. So instead of like ducking their heads like boxers do, they just stand with their heads pointed straight up and just punch each other. And they like sit on their tails and kick their legs out at people. Yeah. And they're fucking, they got... That's not just like a cartoony thing that you can see. Like they actually do that. There's like things in life that we like over-exaggerate and then make cartoons about. And then there's things that we aren't over exaggerating but make cartoons about because they're so ridiculous in the first place and the kangaroos like kicking each other in boxing is like one of those things that actually happens i thought flying fish were not a thing and for apparently the longest time. they are they like, totally fly yeah for a little bit at yeah, least you know sailing fish at least and I was just, jesus christ that would be scary though if you're fucking chilling out in the ocean but they're in like deep deep water 
if you're like chilling out in the ocean and all of a sudden just you see this thing that looks like a dragonfly just whoa what the fuck you know every time i see a dragonfly out in the out and outside you know i freak the fuck out i hate dragonflies they're fucking weird i hate the things that don't have stingers but make a lot of noise like I'm, I'm, I'm more afraid of like beetles and dragonflies than i am of just like wasps and shit well maybe well wasps yeah because they can fucking sting you but i mean they, they i mean i i didn't especially growing up i had a fear of like buzzing flying things especially with stingers but they can I, bite I, you too yeah yeah i've, I've been scratched by a wasp before but Weird. like i've kind of i know those things like you know they serve their purpose and oh actually what the yellow jackets do do? and wasps don't do anything They're yeah just predators. so i stopped being afraid of bees like i'm like okay I, I don't need to fuck with bees wasps usually you can kind of run away from a wasp i don't know i feel like dragonflies and beetles like they they if they want to check you out they're gonna check you out those big like stupid green beetles those are like they're like blind they can't see anything and they know? hit you so have you ever been like have has one ever run oh, into you oh it's a weird feeling it's a bonk <laughs> like ah, i felt that it's like somebody throws a chicken nugget at you but it doesn't hit you very hard <laughs> but just kind of hovers around you for a second after it hits you like <sighs> It's a weird feeling. Like some people can like still like just be like, eh, and then focus on whatever they were doing. They're like if I was golfing and one was near me, oh. I'd be like, oh, I'm, 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 someone else go. Like I'm, 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 ready. I'm ruined for about I'm three ready. minutes. I'm trying now. to smack them out of the air. Like <laughs> always try to smack bugs out of the air. Just whap, whap, open hand slap, smack them out of the air, knock them on their fucking asses. I think that's why. I mean, back to my original takes one and no one. White people hate traveling to places without a lot of white people. I don't think I could get ever, ever go to Asia because of the bugs. It's not just that they're like... Dude, they're everywhere. They're everywhere, but they're also enormous. They're everywhere except cold places. They're like, like the size of your hand, though. Places that get kind of cold. Like, North America isn't exactly... I mean, most of North America gets pretty cold. And Europe is the same way. They're 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 above the... You know, they're above the equator. They're a little in, closer In Amsterdam? Bef- except for ants, I didn't see a single bug. Not even spiders. Not even, like, flies. Like, flies didn't congregate around trash or anything like that. It was so strange. What kind of bugs they have in canada uh i don't know termites they got fucking like that's it like you never hear about all oh, they got ticks and termites like and ticks are pretty gnarly but yeah i mean, I mean they have like lyme disease and shit yeah but i mean you know they're i mean i guess they are arachnids but jesus they're are they, they don't yeah they don't have mosquitoes ticks are arachnids? They don't have, well maybe they have mosquitoes i don't know i guess they have mosquitoes i think everything has Alaska, have mosquitoes but, yeah oh, mosquitoes are fucked up dude Mosquitoes. You know, apparently, like mosquitoes, they're they, the most deadly fucking animal out there. Like, like they will, they kill more than any other people. But it's like they don't actually kill people; they just transmit vicious diseases, and that's kind of like a cop out. But they're fucked up. And and at any rate, apparently, the rats got a uh, a bad rap in terms of the plague. People assume that man, if mosquitoes have been doing this much disease damage like this whole time, the plague was probably caused by, caused mosquitoes, by mosquitoes rather than they like, were like the main. Vector, it makes more right? sense that like something airborne could have traveled like that rather than rats on a ship because that's what they, they that's how they assume it happened. You the know, bubonic plague, rats on ships and stuff that just fucking just wiped out like a third of the fucking population of the white population, like of of of, of the known world, yeah. aka you know. Of the West, England to uh, England to Greece, basically. Collection of thirteen nations that, <laughs> and then we basically just said fuck the rest of the world. They weren't we're nations at the region. time. I feel like you're a kingdom at that time. You're or just like a random, for lack of a better term, I don't Can really. Can you know imagine how much like a, a territory? That was a weird thing because I mean, I, I I lived in Colorado for a year and traveling between towns. There's places in between towns that are just in betweens. Like you now leaving this and then. 50 miles later now entering this with no like roadmap of this is 
this town in between. Whereas here, you know, you cross an intersection and you're into a different city. Yeah. Imagine like 700 years ago, like the blurred border lines between like, <laughs> hey, you're actually in France right here. Uh, oh, we're just okay. like bandits and shit just chilled out and fucking <laughs> just robbed caravans and shit. Like someone every other like five years. Hey, you're in Germany now. Hey, you're in France now. Hey, you're in Germany now. Fuck you guys. This was Amsterdam two weeks ago. What are you talking about? Like, what? what? How did that happen? You're Dutch now. What's Dutch? <laughs> it sucks. Trust me. <laughs> So your take is that white people are definitely afraid of brown people in the places that they uh, inhabit. Anyone that's not white, they, they love to say how worldly and traveled they are. And usually they've been to a collection to, of three places. They've been like, to France and New Zealand, and Canada, <laughs> and maybe Toronto. I've really Vancouver. seen the world. I've really seen the world. I've seen everything there is to see except South America, except Africa, except Asia. Uh, and and you know, that whole Russia thing. Yeah. Is that Europe? Is that Asia? We're not quite sure. We're not sure. Russia's so fucked big it should be its own continent it, like, it essentially is nine like, time zones and shit yeah it sh- it's so big it should just be its own continent there's seven continents right yeah it should just be the eighth continent it's kind of bullshit that antarctica is its own continent like we should just call it antarctica yeah it should just be a big floating block of ice you don't it's even a have continent. a city although it is the ice uh wall of ice surrounding the entire world that's keeping us from falling off the edge according to flat earth according to Kyrie Irving. <laughs> Who also have you said have you have you heard what Kyrie Irving said recently? No, just a quick little thing. What he he, he he's about that whole uh, that Phoenix project. Oh, dude, that's so, an old that's like old news though. Like, but he's he, project? he's into the whole like basically he, living he, in a bubble. Like he he basically assumed or um, um came out and uh you know stated recently that it. he's that he's down he's for. For those I mean, self self sustaining commune civilizations oh God, that need no. no outside like interaction at all, Ugh, he's well, down you for just it. Fucking, they just have like fucking two hundred square miles, of- and of course, all the basketball jokes came. Oh, Kyrie would like isolation. Ah, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Were those colonies where people just live in like two hundred square miles of property and they have all the resources that they could need to sustain a society and they're essentially like technologically advanced hippie communes they don't have money and they just fucking they just yeah everything's a, everything's like a barter for yeah, like services and stuff good luck with that you can't okay Kyrie, who's yeah. whose main staple of contribution in it's the world fucking, has been playing basketball yeah yeah what are, what are you gonna do Kyrie? you know <laughs> Nobody's Anyone gonna... want to watch my sick crossover for like $10,000 an hour? You don't no, hear chopping wood, asshole. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> all right, that's cool and all. I'm glad you can, you know, make those crazy layups, but go clean the toilets. Well, we got some furnaces to scrub out, and you're, you're first in line here. Come on, get up there. <laughs> Your name's been drawn out of the hat. Aw, but I want to work on my three-point shooting today. Let's see. Uh, my take, my take. Well, I guess it is kind of related to what we're going to discuss in a couple of minutes here but i always uh i always sometimes think about like like you know always like always sometimes general well yeah always sometimes i sometimes always think about these things 60% of the time uh, every time well when they're brought up when they're br- i don't think about them uh passively but so when, you've, it's, it's something you've always thought about but not all the time it just kind of comes up here when 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 the subject arises i definitely have the same opinion every single time i think that's a schema yeah well maybe but uh <laughs> You know, like, there's always generational differences in the way that people approach certain situations, yeah. like homosexuality and abortion and and just stuff that just happens to change as the cultures progress and, you know, become more youth-oriented. And an interesting side note is I don't really know what 
causes that? Is it that we just, we have more young people now than we've ever had, so their voice is just louder, or are we actually looking back? No, the young and, people always always control the message and like the narrative and the, sh- the culture shifts and stuff. That's true, but I'm, I just wonder why it's taken us so long to get to where we're... I mean, I mean, we, we talked I mean? about in a recent episode about a... Uh, uh, how just recently, like the idea, maybe people weren't always down for it, but like dogfighting and cockfighting just became something that's majority rules as, oh, that's terrible. You can't have it at all in civilization. And I attributed it to Disney movies. And yeah. I mean, but yeah. again, it's thousands of years of one thing just being like, eh, whatever. And then and finally, finally, just, finally said, just, no, that's uh, terrible. Well, mine isn't so much like a civil rights movement per se, but it's just like a perception that people have about something. And obviously, uh, Chester Bennington, the lead singer of Linkin Park, uh, hung himself yesterday, I believe, or maybe the day before, but it was announced yesterday that he died uh, by hanging himself. Yeah. And I had just sort of mentioned it to the people in my office because I work with uh, a couple of dudes who are like right in my age range. Like one of them's 27, one of them's 28, you know, one of them's like 30. So it's not like we're like all from, you know, a different generational time it's like if i bring up lincoln park yeah most everybody knows what i'm talking about yeah. like at least maybe they didn't listen to lincoln park but they know what lincoln park is and they maybe know a song or two because they've been on the radio for damn near fucking 15 years but uh i mentioned the fact that he hung himself and there's there's this lady that works in my office who's a little bit older than us she's probably a generation removed from well how long would you say a generation is um i'd say every like <laughs> I think of it as 20 years. I think 20 years, too. Yeah, 20 years is like, you know... And I don't think you can just say every 20 years is a new generation. I feel like there's a new generation every, like, two or three years. Well, there's, but like, there's definitely new, like... But we can't say Gen Xers are a generation above us because they're not our parents. Right. They're, they're about 15, 10 years ahead of us. Yeah, a yeah. generation feels like... Someone well, had to have raised you. And you like know, the that millennial time before. frame is like 1984 to 2001. Like that's almost I like believe, 20 I don't years, think 84 like, is. Have you like I've met anybody in 2001 that makes them like 16 years old right now. Are they really a millennial? No, I feel like they're younger than whatever. But anyway, like I basically consider it like 20 years. And this lady's probably uh, probably about 20 years older than us. You know, she's an older woman. She's got kids and stuff. So her priorities are a little different. But I feel like the generational differences get brought out when issues like suicide are brought up and I mentioned the fact that he uh, hung himself and she just sort of like tisk tisked it like oh, oh well. yeah like kind of blamed him rather than yeah well blaming he should have asked for help and yeah. it's like I was trying to explain to her not explain to her but basically just tell her like hard and fast like it's like that's not how it works it's a chemical imbalance like he doesn't have the the tools to find it within himself like he's wired differently than a lot of people used I, to like, think any kind of like mental instability was just like oh he was just, just had a screw it up he had a screw get loose it, get over it you know like, like yeah. yo there's there's something put him in a cell and forget about him because like remove him from society it was like identify the problem and then fix it from there but it's like you know when we're finding out that that's not the case like you're you're some people are hardwired to they just they lack the 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 normal processes is to make processes 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 to make happiness um you know and or make themselves happy or sustain happiness you know what i mean and if that's really the case like it was kind of news to me and i don't i'm you know i'm admittedly not the biggest lincoln park fan in the world they had one really good album that i liked but it was probably more of a timing thing than anything um and uh side notes i saw something saying after the announcement of his suicide subheading under the kills himself subheading meteora 
was one of the best uh most revolutionary uh, rock albums of all time and i was like whoa 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 hey whoa. hold on <laughs> don't at me bro anyway uh yeah it's well, definitely hybrid theory by the way <laughs> yeah that's the one album that i know from them pretty pretty much front to back like yes. i did listen to that album pretty uh seriously i liked it a lot i still like it and every now and then some songs will uh, come into my head that i want to hear but you know other than that like i wasn't a really big lincoln park fan like i just you know timing whatever you know i don't know they just they didn't really do it for me after that album but i just always find it funny that you know one generation can look at something so different than another generation like me trying to tell her that it's like no you don't understand like that's not the way that it works and she's saying well he should have just sucked it up and gotten over it like it's not i don't i don't like that i don't you know i don't respect that when somehow somehow himself. yeah somehow he was an affront to her <laughs> well his action like his decision to kill himself was an affront to her and what's crazy about that is she's basically suggesting and i don't agree with this at all like i'm i'm of the belief and i'll just i'll i'll do this backwards i'm of the belief that you know what like i i i think physician assisted suicide is a is a should be allowed like i think yeah. that you know what i mean if you're suffering here uh, we have no definitive proof that there's another life where it's going to be any better. We have no definitive proof or reason to believe that there's going to be an afterlife where things are going to be better for you. No eternity, so to speak. Uh, there's no proof of reincarnation. All that stuff is just, you know, speculation by crazy people who think that, oh, I've got it all figured out. If I live well in this life, I'll have an eternity full of wonderment and, you know, amazement. And it's just like, I don't, you know, I don't really subscribe to those beliefs. So I think that, you know, if, if you find that this uh, existence, you know, isn't for you, I'm not encouraging suicide by yeah. any means. I'm just saying, like, I understand. I get it. Like, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't have to tr- tread through the mud, so to speak, just to fucking, you know, just because. Just to die 60 years later. Yeah. Rather and, than and, and, now. And endure that unhappiness. Like, because what's, you know, one of the, something that's harder to deal with than physical pain is, like, profound misery or profound unhappiness that you can't fix, you can't explain. Like, you're basically dealt a shit hand from genetics and you have to fucking play it and her argument and you can't would, quit and her like, argument would be like suck it up why don't you just endure it where it's like right off the bat clearly you don't care about him so why do you care if he lives or dies anyway like exactly and that, that's why is this like one half offending the you so like bad if it was a card game like right at a vegas table you have you have the option to fold in poker when you don't like the hand you're dealt so when people say like just play your hand or you know let it ride like, it's like no in poker you can fucking i'm out this like, is my money fuck you yeah, guys exactly it's your life and i'm not saying and like you by all means like if you know if anybody is listening to this and i just have to be careful here because you don't you never know but yeah go get help like yes. you know be like i know that it's hard everybody has moments in their lives when they're unhappy and they think about things that they probably shouldn't be thinking about or things that aren't uh conducive to living a full life go get help just make that call ask a friend ask somebody who understands like don't don't beat around the bush and i get that that's easier said than done and that's why this is such a big problem because it's hard to ask for help but go get help but at, but at the other end of it I don't I don't think it's fair to expect somebody to reasonably you know what I mean like like to ask them to do it's to do the impossible essentially like you know if you're fat you can go on a diet 
but some people have glandular problems yeah. or whatever but it's like you know there are things you can do to it's to like telling eat. someone with diabetes just like oh come on produce just, more just, insulin dude just don't pass out yeah. yeah come on what are you fucking just just keep your blood sugar up like god damn and it's like genetics is you know people are telling you one thing and they're all healthy people who, who don't have these problems and then they're telling these people another thing like live like I do like get it together man like and it's just like I don't you know I don't understand how it's like we had a we all there's always a generation of healthy people right and then in that in each generation there's always the unhealthy people who just don't make it out like they don't you know whatever it is like different situations they're not able to overcome they're not able to rise above but it's like why should they be criticized or punished for for having to play the shit hand like that's the thing that just drives me crazy about people older than i am is not all of them of course like you don't want to paint with a broad brush but by and large you know what i mean you know that but i feel like that thought i mean again we're not encouraging it but it's a more accepted thought just to say like like something that's prevalent in our uh 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 lexicon i would say for millennials kill yourself fuck my life you know what i mean i feel like i feel like phrases like that kind of normalize it a little bit and where any kind of like suicidal thought like you said was seen as weakness to like you know older generations to us it's kind of like relatable comical it's kind of yeah yeah we either make light of it or you know or we're depressed about it but it's more open and it's more like like i said relatable rather than like oh you're weird shut up like and it's like we shouldn't do that i know we shouldn't do that but it's like it's a paradigm shift you know whether it's right or wrong it's it's the way that uh you know the way that we address each other a time to speak an entire generation feels about culture is irreverent like especially on social media you can just be absurdist we're nihilistic a little bit like you know uh, we just it's different for us but i'm not encouraging suicide by any means but i get and i understand is what i'm saying like i get it like you know if the dude was profoundly unhappy and it's like i think i've only ever had like a couple of times in my life where i've you know had such profound happiness where where maybe the thought has like not crossed my mind like oh i should do this but it's like Mm-hmm. like a wonderful life like what if I wasn't around you know what I mean what if I didn't have to do this anymore like you know what I mean like what if I just didn't have to participate anymore you know what I mean like not like oh I'm gonna go fucking have you ever seen the whackness no that's a slight premise of it it's about a kid in like the early 90s who's like selling weed and he's uh, talking to his uh, psychiatrist and someone's like they're like concerned about him you know like why do you have all these like suicidal thoughts like how depressed are you and how why are you so sad and stuff and he's like what well, doesn't have to be all sad like that like what if I what if I liked the life I live and I'm kind of ready to like move on, you know, like yeah. it, it doesn't have to be like all sad and shit, all it's sad, and like, shit. you know, like what if, if there was a switch, like you could just all of a sudden just vanish and just be gone. Like all trace of you was gone. Like it's not like you like died or hung yourself. Or it's a little romantic. Shot technique. yourself in the head. Like you just bam. Like, and everybody knows, dude, like life's not easy. Like it's, you know, it's, and we're also very selfish. So we also have that like uh, kind of fantasy fantasy about like, Ooh, who would show up at my funeral? Like who would miss me? Like who would cry over me? Shit. Like I, I actually, you know what? Wouldn't care. I've you never thought care? about that. You I wouldn't think thought, about like, like, like if I died, who would be at my funeral? I'd or who would like, I'd be fucking dead. Like who fucking gives a shit? Like I'd be, a, I'd be a fucking dead man. Like, but that's kind of the, a wonderful life thing. You know, yeah. like you, you see the world after you and you see the effect of not you being around what would have yeah. what would it have on society i remember one time like i went to bobby's house uh, a couple years ago to hang out with him and kick it and he invited a bunch of little his little skater friends over 
and they were all like just smoking weed and whatever and I, we rolled a blunt and we smoked blunt and started talking about like death or whatever and it's just such a stupid fucking cliche to like do when you're all high and then start talking like everybody thinks that they're fucking they're the first one to come up with this, you know what I mean? and this, <laughs> this one idea was saying like well i think you know when you die you just you you close your eyes and then you wake up and you're in a new life again and i was like oh, okay so, so you believe in reincarnation, reincarnation but it's like instant you know what i mean the minute you die it starts up again like there's what, no limbo cricket? Or whatever. Like, and i was just telling him like dude that's completely asinine like it's completely asinine. does that mean like the same like billion souls are just like renewing Recycle over and over and, and over eventually again? those souls have sex and another soul is born somewhere and that's that's like one of the big problems with it but my thing was just like dude when you're dead you're dead like it, you, he's like well what do you see when you're dead nothing you're dead you're fucking you yeah what did you see before you were alive nothing bro? you were dead <laughs> you, you don't you don't at the very least you fucking you know you dissolve back into the ground of, or something like you know you 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 eventually be absorbed into the earth again like but you're fucking dead like you're dead there's there you know in my head there's no afterlife there's no another there's no other existence like it's just it's a fucking freak accident that life started we're conscious matter and yeah they say they they say by laws of conservation of energy and matter is no matter is ever created or destroyed it's a fucking freak accident that we got to where we are and and us dying and there being nothing else after that makes perfect sense yeah like, it's the it's way just, it was before we were here, and it's yeah, the way it'll, so it'll be, be afterwards. Un- fuck until until matter ceases to exist. Like it's, it's definitely very uh, 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 self it's, it's very yeah, but it's very, definitely very. It's almost to go the other way. It's very self centered to assume that you're that important in the universe. That, oh, like, totally. You know, totally like, that. there's this little heaven made for you, Dude. and that like your soul is this thing that like has this individuality. Yeah, it's just like well, after your 80 years, dude, you're. You're you're, you're dust. fucking toast. You're, you're dust. Yeah, you're not even dust. You're fucking your earth. We're worm food. Like you're fucking. Yeah, your space. Your ashes are blowing around in the wind. Like you're fucking. Yeah, you're just space dust. Your earth food again. Yeah. All right. My that was basically my take though. Was like you know some some sometimes like older people have a tendency to be really fucking to to put it bluntly to be really again though I feel like I mean but the law I mean definitely there people had leisurely lives before this but. I feel like, uh, you know, those paradigm shifts things where uh, m- m- just recently more people live in cities than outside of cities. I feel like more people, more and more people, I know this is a very privileged view, but I feel like more and more people and almost a majority, especially in America, have contemplative lives. They're not working 16 hours a day and when oh, you totally. back back when you were working 16 hours a day you, you didn't, didn't have think about stuff. you didn't have time to think about stuff about you, what happens when i die <laughs> no. I don't know. I you like, were like i need to uh, fucking need, work to get this eight dollars so i can feed my seven and, family or seven kids go to bed like yeah and then do <laughs> it all over again until exactly. i'm fucking 85 <laughs> or no until you're 35 and you die of old age <laughs> yeah yeah so i feel like now like a lot more people have contemplative lives and 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 on the internet they can look at other people's lives and be like oh i wish i could have done this. I wish you could have done that. What's the point of anything? Ugh. Ugh. Looking at other people's lives is seriously a... So you're saying I think, what what did they say? That uh, I think your brain finishes developing at like 25? So it's I feel like once... developing. So yeah. I feel like once you reach that point, yeah, you should be able to go to Dr. Kevorkian and uh, assisted suicide anytime you want. You're, a, you're an able-bodied... Uh. Uh, you're an able-bodied adult that can make any decision he wants. Yeah, suicide that's kind like a uh, libertarian view on it. And Futurama, you know. you know, you can just walk up to the suicide booth, put in your quarter, and zap. I, as 
problematic as it seems, I think that there should be a little more qualification just for that, though. Because then, you know, I mean, hey, whatever. Like, if, you know, because there's probably some really talented people who contribute to society that generally generally are unhappy and haven't thought about killing themselves, but probably, like, you know, fit the description. But I think in order to, like... I don't think you can just shoot a green light, you know, like buying tobacco. You're 21 years old now. You can do whatever you want with your life. Like, I just don't think that, I don't know. That's not right. I don't know. I, you know, I don't think that everyone just should have a pass to kill themselves just because they want to. Like, I do. I think that there should have to be some kind of like, quality. it should be prescribed. Like, no, because that's someone else telling like, you it's time for you to die. Yeah, now. But I mean, those people, I guess, you know, you put your hand, you put your life in their hands for other things. Like when you're sick, you go to the fucking doctor. When you, you know, break your leg, you have to go to somebody or when you go to the dentist. Like, you know what I mean? You have to go to somebody who's qualified. You can't just, I know I'm an adult. I can go to the fucking medicine man down the street and see what he's got for me. But, you know, you can do that. But everybody knows that that's kind of wacky and alternative. I mean, people try to OD all the time. Yeah. Like, say you get diagnosed with, like, your your terminal cancer. And your doctor basically gives you two options. He says, we can do this aggressive chemotherapy that's going to suck shit with a 30% chance of healing you. Or you can go to Mr. Kevorkian down the street and end your life today. It's kind of up to you. Um, I'll write you the prescription for whatever you want. I just yeah, don't that would that. be. It would be cool if that was a more standard option. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm Rather than, no, we're going to try to do no, everything we can to extend to, you to, six to, more months. fucking nickel and yeah, dime you yeah. out of all kinds of fucking money. And or even if they, if they say, you know, they deny chemo, they're still going to keep them on life support and alive for yeah. their family to see them for the next few months. And, and it's that's just such like, a fucking loaded decision for family members to make because they're so blinded by their own emotions and again they they're the ones making the decision like, they're the ones making the decision for the old person a lot of the times where they're like yeah. no keep them alive keep them alive keep and them it, alive and it's like why really like, should why? be just that person's decision if they you know what to, though like they want to go brutal to watch somebody once you pull a plug on them like because it doesn't happen like right away it yeah. takes a little bit of time dude it's brutal Ugh. yeah it's very tough it's tough like that's why the physician assisted suicide thing should be a legitimate option like it, I, it, keeping them alive on life support is almost as inhumane as pulling the plug and just letting them die. Like, yeah, no, that seems strange. Oh, it'll happen naturally. It's like, why? Why? Why can't we just <laughs> load them up with something that just fucking just puts them in, you know, makes them comfortable and then just just stops their heart? Like lethal injection. We do it to people who commit murders. Why do they get a fucking pass? <laughs> Sounds like, awesome. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's like, damn. If I wow, if I really want to die, I'll have to it do almost, this I almost hate that. Honestly, people. like, I almost hate the the death penalty. I hate that it's a. Like, if you're gonna commit someone to death as a punishment, make it a punishment. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, like, oh. like I don't know if we should have the death penalty, but if you're gonna, the whole point of it is a death penalty, not a death-like escape. Yeah, and I feel like yeah. a lot of time that's what a lethal injection is. Well, the electric chair is, you know, that's there you go. That's your fucking thing. Anyone that goes to watch those things, though, is also a little crazy. You the know, like, I need to go see him be electrocuted. The fact that they're, they're I mean... They I, have chairs, right? Yeah. I mean, movie movies tell me that they have chairs to watch. But they're not just chairs. There's, like, two or three rows. Like, you could fit a room of, like, 16 people in the... What? Why? I feel like we should at least be able to have some fun with why it. you know like space cannon or something <laughs> yeah just send them out to space and just you know and then and then, and then, and then 300 years we'd be traveling through space and all we just see is just frozen dead bodies just 
flipping people off. Just <laughs> yeah, they've got like neck tattoos and shit. Yeah, doing like pussy fingers, like just floating by all upside down and shit. They're not gonna be uh, uh, respectful at all. I mean, they're they're criminal. Oh, they're murderers. Yeah. <laughs> Very reverent, dude. They don't give a shit. The guy doing a dr- uh, mid like hold. No, no, no. He no. It's not. A, it's not a, a, a fake or anything. He's actually got his He's pants actually down. jerking off. <laughs> Oh, man. Wait till they get a load of this in 50 years. Wait till they get a load of this. <laughs> see, that's what I want to see in, in like Everest. You know how they have dead bodies in Everest because they can't bring them back down? Yeah. Like they just get frozen in, yeah. in space. I want a guy to like be like, I'm about to die. And then do something funny. Like <laughs> pose, yeah. Pussy fingers. <laughs> what, Dude, why would you climb Mount Everest? I don't know. Climbing any mountain seems weird. What? Anyone that goes like hiking and stuff, and I'm like, man, you really don't like sports, do you? <laughs> like, you can you can easily get this like activity out in like a in a comp- competitive oh, and God, like you know something something to like use your brain and stuff. No, some people yeah. just I want to walk up a mountain and walk back down. Fun. Cool. That should have been my take, dude. Hiking is uh, f- hiking is worse. It's like going on a on a really aggressive walk, like, right? And then they like they're like, look how look how much I did. Like you're so proud of me. At least a marathon, like like I mean, it's really simple. You just run. But again, there's competition. There's like you're trying to beat your best time. Hiking is just mountain. I'm on top of it. Let's and then go back. I walk down. Like I walked I, up I, and I walked. I brought down. my trail mix. I brought my I my, carried a my big water stick up here. I did took you, a picture. Did you run up the hill? No, I walked. No, 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 I walked. No. How long did it take you? Eight hours. Cool. Now we got eight hours on the way down. You could have ran up here and down in six. You could have played soccer for two hours and you would have been yeah. fine. Like you could have you could have done literally anything more constructive with your time. You could have like cracked open a book and learned how go, to do go to the gym. <laughs> like, you know, like you could have been doing something so much more to contribute to society. And I get a lot of people are like, oh, but it's scenic. There's some beautiful trails. And it's like, well, we have pictures of all that. Yeah. Stuff. Like, no, a lot of, yeah. Unless it's something like, unless it's like something man made, like some crazy, like structure, mm-hmm. most most beautiful scenery like most beautiful scenic routes or walks or anything like that like some waterfall i'm sure it's great to see it in person you know it's cooler to see it in on planet earth when a fucking helicopter is flying by like those are the best you're ever gonna see of it a postcard do you ever find like in situations where it's like you've only seen something in pictures for so long or you've only heard about it and then you finally get to do it or like stand in front of it or witness it or whatever do you ever find yourself like half like willingly like being amused and then the other half of you really like forcing yourself to be amused yeah i stopped forcing myself to be like <laughs> like, like I, I i stopped getting excited for things yeah. a long time ago and uh-huh. i stopped forcing myself to be like wow that's you know, really cool like when you like like let's say it's cool like, enough for me to just like look at something and be like wow yeah. that's you know that this is an 800 year old church great i don't need yeah. to be like that's an 800 year old church whoa like, let's say like you went to the sistine chapel or whatever and like you've only, i have been yeah you've only heard about it and, and seen the pictures of pictures you know what i mean and then you finally get in there and you're like Okay, it's cool, but... Guess what's better? The pictures. The pictures, yeah. <laughs> like, if I went to the Great Wall of China and I saw a picture of the Great Wall of China, it always looks way better. I'm sure if I was standing on the Great Wall of China, I'd be like, I can't even see this fucking It'd thing. It'd be cool, like, but again, it's like the hiking thing. It took me eight hours to get here, and now I gotta go eight hours to get back out when I could have just watched a documentary on YouTube. <laughs> I went to the oldest restaurant in Europe when I was in Austria, and 
it just wasn't even impressive. I was just like, they built this restaurant on the side of the rock. They're like, it's been here since like 800. Like, you know how they BC say like, oh, the, the Empire State Building, it's such a sight to behold. First of all, if you're on the ground, you can't really see much because you're yeah. just looking up. And you can see how like dirty the street is around it. There's probably like a Starbucks and a Burger King on the bottom floor. Yeah. And you're just like, it's just a building. It's a, <laughs> it's a really tall building, tall building. But, it's, but it's you know when it looks awesome is when you see pictures of it from 10 miles away. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. wow, that's rad. Like some something so you'll cool. never actually see firsthand so thank yeah. god for the internet and pictures and documentaries and video although i do think it'd be dope to see a volcano erupt yeah i mean that's cool but again you're not gonna like you don't want to be, be standing, standing on the ground Ooh, cool well if i could be like in a helicopter like by it you know and just kind of like floating like 100 yards away from like the whatever they call the top of it the summit I so guess. so shit in general is overrated i think is what we're saying not that it's overrated because it's like, it's cool when you do something that you've kind of just been thinking about for a really long time. But it's like, there, I always find that there's a part of me that's really trying very hard to just like be as amused as I wanted to be. You know yeah, what I mean? You can't look unamused and unimpressed because people yeah. around you are going to be like, oh, look at this fucking douchebag. Look at this Philistine. Like, he's a fucking idiot. He doesn't anything. appreciate art and history and blah, 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 blah. But it's like, you know, like, I think the only thing for me that's actually been as impressive as it looks is like sporting events like actually going to an nba game and seeing them up close and you're just like jesus christ these guys are fucking huge yeah. like or when you see how fast like 280 pound dudes can move in yeah like a football game. yeah just, that's oh the God. only thing that's really impressive i guess like physical feats are really impressive or like you know seeing seeing dudes who are really good at skateboarding like do that that's what i mean like man-made things like like circus acts and like you Uh know guys doing crazy back handsprings and those like true like double flips when they don't even like get a running start kind of thing like that's cool but as far as yeah most especially things that you know have been around forever like you said the great wall of china or you know niagara falls or something it's never going to be as cool as a seeing a fucking picture of it from a picture you know, or a, a well sh- a well or, shot video or something yeah it's always going to look way awesome like <laughs> and then you'll get crazy facts and stuff whereas when you're there it's just like man it's cold and it's wet and i don't really have a good view and when are we going home i'm kind of hungry can we stop to at burger king on the way home <laughs> I kind of want some of those spicy chicken fingers. Nothing will be as cool as this milkshake I'm about to drink. That's true. Nothing will be as good as a milkshake. Just mark it. Mark it right now. All right. So what gonna... happened to the milkshake, dude? Whatever feel... happened to the milkshake? I feel like they start they started putting like slices of cream cheese and like a full fucking mango on top of milkshakes. Can you put a slice of cream? Have cheese? you seen those? Isn't it just like a chunk? No. Is it a cube? Is it really a slice? Milkshake. If you can't throw it like a frisbee, it's not a slice. Slice of cake. Wait, what? If you can't throw it like a frisbee, it's not a slice. What do you mean like a frisbee? Like if you can't like like just toss it like a card, you know, then it's not a slice. Oh. That's my that's that I think that is a an unwritten law of Bro, properties of like this is what I'm talking about. People are like, oh look, let me just put a giant piece of cake on top of a shake, put a straw through it, and call it a shake. It's like, no, this is a shake plus a piece of cake. That's kind of unoriginal. Stop like adding shit to the top of. What are you supposed to do with things? a piece of cake in a cup? Like people, like I've seen burgers on top of shakes before. Why? Eric went to the fair and had a don a triple cheeseburger that had donuts for buns. I was like, that doesn't sound very good. No. He's like, it was good. It was like, a, it tasted like a burger and then had the sweetness of a donut. And I, I was like, I saw something on Food Beast. It was an entire burger 
and they just poured like melted cheese over it yeah. and I was like oh are they gonna deep fry it no lady just picks it up bare hands and just <laughs> cheese all over her fucking fingers just I'm like gross this is disgusting you guys are gross I'd love to sit here and be curmudgeon old men for a little bit but I think it's probably time we moved into uh, alright death watch segment well we can at least talk about death watch I know you probably wanted to redo your power ranking so it, yeah uh, um, my cool. power rankings you know why okay see power rankings the whole point of death watch right is uh we don't um these, they're not objective they're our power rankings right yeah and i feel like i've had charlie murphy like at five different spots in my top five right so and i feel like that's okay i feel like you as time goes on you're allowed to change your top five just because one guy was number one one week and say no one died I can say I can drop them down to number three because I look back on it and I go, huh, you know? Yeah. Just as eh, maybe maybe I was wrong about "Damn" by Kendrick Lamar being the greatest album of all time. Maybe maybe I should have pumped the brakes on that a little bit. Yeah. Maybe maybe Adam West isn't my number one anymore. Okay. I stink. It is Charlie Murphy. I think Charlie Murphy does need to be number one. Oh hey, wow. That's I mean. What, I'm do, you, ki- what do you think? Any, anyway, I'm kicking Roger Moore out and uh, putting Chester at number five. I'm. I was just about to kick Mary Tyler Moore out. Yeah, she's gone. Yeah, the Moors, they're out. The Moors got, <laughs> the Moors got beat down. That's pretty funny. I didn't think about yeah, that. Yeah, I think I kicked uh, Mary Tyler Moore out of the out of the five spot and put Chester right. And then what? We still got Chuck Berry. But I'm, now that I'm looking at it, and Chester and Chris Cornell are in there, and Chris Cornell's yeah, at number two, I'm I like, I didn't have Chris Cornell in there. I don't know if I, it was me, just kind of. You know, just, apparently Lincoln Park was like super into Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah. Well, he. Uh, you mean like uh, on the first Project Revolution, like that's who went with him on Project yeah, Revolution. Yeah, yeah. it and, was like Stone Temple Pilots and Lincoln Park. Chester Bennington, like, well, but he, it was Scott Weiland. Like, yeah, like he, Scott Weiland loved to sing with Lincoln Park, and Chester Bennington loved to sing with Stone Temple Pilots. He filled in for him when yeah. they went on a tour, and Weiland, for whatever reason, maybe I was already dead at that point. But I don't no. know. But uh, really, for whatever reason, yeah, uh, Bennington filled in that's at frontman. Cool. Um, yeah, so I kicked. Uh, Mary Tyler Moore the fuck out. Oh. She's sleeping outside now, and uh, she Chester died in January. She died in January. She had to see this coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah, she knew. She, she, she fucking blew her wad too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Die in December. You might. You got a good chance. So just a recap. Now mine is a uh, number five spot at Chester Bennington. Number yep. four, Adam West. Yep. Number three, Chuck Berry. Yep. Number two, Chris Cornell. Number one, Charlie Murphy. Only one I don't have is uh chris cornell and then i have a uh, you have the two almond the, brothers. Uh, the almond brother well one of the almond brothers and bush yeah. trucks well you that, they're more significant to you though than they are to me like, exactly that's the whole point yeah. of them yeah they're that's what i mean in like, constant flux yeah i mean my i feel like mine is such think a about fucking it. mine is such a stretch like not like everyone who's died with the exception of charlie murphy has really hasn't had that big of an impact i'm back like, on twitter by the way and i noticed a lot of oh, people yeah, I that, that i didn't like would have would never have thought as like a lincoln park fan or even like appreciator yeah a lot of people were like oh damn like fuck lincoln park was so good back in the day and i'm like really all these lincoln park fans out of nowhere just it's like it's like all the white guys who were like oh man i was almond brothers i was really bummed and i'm like dude when was the last time you listened to the almond brothers i think uh i think a lot of lincoln park fans were closeted 
uh, early it, on. It was it was one of those uh, well, it was guilty it, pleasures. It was a relatively well when hybrid theory came out. I think it was like a relatively new style of kind of what was going on, and new metal kind of had like a bad name. It's like when Fallout Boy came out with uh, Sugar, we're going down, and we all had to pretend like, oh, we just like this song because it's lame, but we actually really like well, the song. It was a good song, yeah. Same yeah, with, same with Panic at the Disco because somebody <laughs> would give disco. you a fucking hard time for being a Lincoln Park fan for saying like, oh, they're fucking gay or you know, you know how kids are. Uh, so I, I mean, I definitely like really liked that album and was all about it. And then, you know, just sort of like drifted away from it as I realized that other people were just kind of like shitting on them and <laughs> distancing yourself. Yeah. I was just like, maybe they do for suck. the purpose of notoriety. Maybe they do suck, you know, or just the purpose of just never having to tell people. I mean, they didn't age well. Fan. Like they, no, they, they no. didn't age well. I still listen to that hybrid theory album and go, this, this, you know, this isn't, this is good music, but not, you know, I mean, they themselves didn't age well and the music yeah. didn't age well, but it fit that it's, it's more nostalgic rather than like, yeah. man, this is well, really Right well put together like, like corn and new metal and yeah. shit was like kind of like big on the scene so they got away with doing those, like the little those, screamo thing those and, loose those loose strong basses having a turntablist in your band <laughs> okay that too yeah the rack rock the rap rock group <laughs> yeah having a turntablist in your band but i just mean that bass that sounded like like the and corn it had bass. fucking five strings it didn't have four strings it had five strings and their guitar that player bass. brad delson i think is his name he played a seven string guitar really and i was like why would you do that was that the one with a the six string guitar was that the one who played with manage. headphones on yeah he played with giant like fucking over the over the ear headphones on i think so that it was, was either him thing. or the drummer but yeah one of them had big stupid headphones on like they were like a wannabe daft punk slash fucking corn like but hey whatever that album that album you know there's still some good cuts on that one you know uh but yeah he uh you know hail hail fellow well met uh we'll see you on the other side but uh yeah anyway just a quick tidbit on uh, Death Watch here before we go into something that Tyler has uh, semi-prepared for us, and I'm going to give him the green light now. Uh, so this whole Ole Miss story. Ole Miss is uh, University of Mississippi. You're going to have to fill me in on the details. That's what they call. I only just heard the headlines. All right. So the way I understand college football, I really got into college football when I was like 18. That was like 2007. And mm-hmm. if you talk to anybody, 2007 is the craziest fucking year of college football. Like nine different teams were ranked number two. And like the the week they became number two, they immediately like lost to some shitty team. So like teams you've never heard of before were number two during that year. It was just the weirdest fucking year. So I'm like, man, is it going to be like this every year? And people are like, no, 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 it's fine. So they're the blue bloods of college football, as they're called. Like you can expect Alabama, Oklahoma, Ohio State, you know, the, the Florida thoroughbred. State. Yeah, you, you like, and then to a lesser degree recently, like USC, Texas, Notre Dame, the ones that you can be like, okay, these teams are at least going to be decent and not just year to year decent someone's always going to want to go there you know what i mean like if you're you're, it's like oregon just became like a niche thing if you're Mm -hmm. fast but usually if you're a kid on the west coast you want to play at like usc school no no if you're you're on the west coast you're like ucla usc stanford like that's where i want to go yeah and yeah, if you're a Southern kid, you want to go to Alabama, LSU, like any, if you're at Texas, Texas or Oklahoma, you're either going to Texas or Oklahoma. Yeah. There's a bunch of other guys that like, I mean, there's 120, you know, division one like, schools, what, like five or six conferences. There's a lot more than that. Well, like of the major, big, major yeah, conferences, major there are about conference. five conferences yeah. and probably like 12 teams per conference. So uh, they got to be filled out somehow. Yeah. And there's a, 
there's plenty of people there's not a shortage of kids that want to play football and that can play football it's just who goes where who gets the best people and like i said those blue bloods song and dance with recruiting those blue bloods usually get the best people where other guys can get good is they cut some corners (laughs) so the way it works is if you're not one of those blue bloods and you're successful it's kind of like whoa where did this come from whereas i feel like maybe 20 15 years ago people were like man they just got a good culture like they're doing something they're 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 just clicking on old cylinders yeah they just got a good crop of dudes now it's like they're probably doing something illegal (laughs) there's probably some shady shit going on and usually it's they're taking people with high talent and high risk and a lot of the time it's dudes with uh domestic violence issues drug issues you know like any kind of violent issues sexual abuse and uh, i mean that's how this uh, baylor was really good for about four or five years now art briles has uh um they, they found out or they they they've been accused of like 40 or 50 uh like covered up like you know sexual assault allegations in Baylor over his like four or five year tenure. And that's just like an example of like what happens when a school comes out of nowhere is good for a bit. And then their coach either quits or gets fired and they have all these sanctions, you know, after the fact and they can't. And the whole point is they get punished by, uh, not having as many many scholarships as everyone else and like i said there's enough people to go around so it's like oh there's they only have 50 scholarships and this other school has 80 i'm going to go to the school with 80 because they're better and blah 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 blah. so it hurts their whole program and then the cycle goes again of they suck forever and then they get some it's it's kind of the germany thing where germany goes to war because they're feeling great about themselves they get beat down in world war one everyone fucking holds the boot to them and it's like no you really need to be punished like fuck you germany and they get so fucking desperate and poor and destitute that they turn to a crazy person and a lot of times the crazy person in this college football uh thing is some guy who's just wheeling and dealing and doesn't give a fuck and those guys that are great recruiters are usually you know snake oil salesmen and they're just greasy motherfuckers so a old miss who in i think 2007 2008 had no wins in their conference i mean they're they're in the toughest conference but they had no wins so they were just bottom of the barrel and uh they had this coach houston nut come in and (laughs) it's a great name (laughs) houston nut with two t's and uh they kind of go on a little bit of a run he gets some good recruits and blah 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 and then he's gone after some disappointing year they bring this new guy hugh freeze and they're just going on like he's just a crazy recruiter out of nowhere Ole miss gets some uh gets the number one uh recruiting class like it's inexplicable how Ole Miss gets his number one recruiting class recruiting class and this was only like four years ago so even then people were like just wait like here comes Ole Miss getting sanctioned and getting penalized a few years later because there's no reason they should suddenly have the number one recruiting class and when all these rumors and accusations started coming out Hugh Freeze the new coach started blaming Houston Nutt the old coach and like even the school backed Hugh Freeze and was saying what what do you what, what do you just pump Continue your story okay Hugh Freeze and the school kind of get together and it's like oh it was all the old coach don't worry we're doing everything on the up and up now the old coach he's the one to blame he's the one to blame and Houston Nutt is like look you got like he sues him for like defamation because he's like uh, it's i'm getting it's hard for me to get a job because you guys are 
talking bad about me to everybody and in the south college football news is more important than like trump news so everyone's following college football news all the time so this guy's like a pariah so he's like i've got some information on you my lawyers have some information on you because of the defamation suit they got his phone records and they were like you apologize right now and you get off my back and you say that it wasn't me or some shit's about to come out and uh when they were like, no, nah, like Houston nuts crazy, like whatever. It gets leaked that they that Hugh Freeze's uh he called a they, they were getting the phone records because like there's school violations. You can only call a recruit a certain number of times. So they're looking for violations of recruiting and stuff like that. And instead they find this one number and they call it and it's an escort service. It's a non-local escort because it's not even the same uh area code so it's an out-of-state like escort service and they're like huh that's weird they look for that number other places and there's a pattern of Hugh Freeze on the school phone calling an escort service many times and Hugh Freeze is one of these guys that comes on the radio and he's like you know oh by the grace of God you know like glory be to him that's why we're gonna power through go rebels you know what I mean <laughs> so he's one of these evangelist kind of coaches and he's rah rah we're all gonna come together and get it done dude's blown through hookers and he just like Sean Spicer resigned earlier today uh you know to and it's one of those things. Did you resign? Did Saving you face? Did you like, quit? Did you get yeah. fired? Like, and you it's just quit. kind of a thing that you can't be surprised about anymore. You, you, the only thing you can be surprised about in college football is if a team with no violations at all suddenly becomes good out of nowhere. Dude, it's crazy how fucking like backwards it is, dude. Like how corrupt, I guess. For- and we were talking about this a long time ago, where like it's the way things are done now, and. It's what makes you money. And it's kind of like PEDs in baseball where a guy will take PEDs in baseball, have a career year, get signed to somebody, and then they'll find out that he tested positive and they'll suspend him for 80 games. And he's like, cool, I just got a five-year, $60 million deal. I'll take the 80-game suspension. Like, who cares? And that's what a lot of colleges kind of like Auburn. Auburn uh, got in some trouble with recruiting, but one year they won with Cam Newton. And they went undefeated and they got a national championship and they haven't been the same ever since. But who cares? Because we got that national championship. They go all in for one year and risk the five years after it being a total fucking disaster. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of funny. It's fucked up how fucking like backwards they are. Like how just how these are schools. Yeah. These are universities and and, and places of higher learning. learning. And dude, it's it's just now it'll never, ever happen. But it just needs to be a fucking a minor league dude like it just it can't be through the schools anymore and again all the people in power to change these rules are the ones getting rich because of it so what incentive do they have to stop like you gotta start paying them and it's the coaches it's the players that get punished who the deans they're fine (laughs) the boosters they're cool (laughs) they just kick people out and bring somebody in and then they they, they and then they blame the guy they kicked out and then they kicked out the next guy and blame that guy and every every new regime is all we're cleaning up it's like what usc is going through right now 
know their head coach. They just say kick kicking dudes out because of they don't win and they don't they have some kind of personal issue bubble up. And Lane, Lane Kiffin, he was head coach, the youngest NFL coach of all time, and the and for the Raiders, had two terrible years. The the owner hated him. Boom! Uh, immediately oh, yeah. to Tennessee, and Tennessee's like, "Yeah, we got Lane Kiffin." Lane Kiffin's like, "We're gonna beat Florida this year. We're gonna beat Alabama next year. We're gonna be fucking great." Oh, USC wants me. Bye, guys. See ya. And like he leaves that. in the middle of the night. Yep. Like mattresses are burning in Knoxville the yep. next day. They fucking hate him. Like they can't. And then he's in USC. Has just like Oakland has a few bad years. They replace him with this. Oh, look at this guy. This wonderful Steve Sarkeesian. He's a USC lifer. He's got a great. Oh, he's alcoholic and he's drinking on the job. Shit. Kick his ass out. (laughs) It's just such a revolving door of like probably majority shitty ass people. But that's what you need because those are you need sociopaths. You need people that are crazy and work 16 hours a day. Yeah. You need you need insane people. You can't have wholesome. You can't have wholesome family men because they're going to go three and nine and be terrible. And they go, fuck this shit. I don't know. This is ridiculous. I don't got to do this. So it's just set up to fail, but it's also set up to succeed so hard because college football is the juggernaut. It's fucking insane to me how fucking backwards the whole thing (laughs) is, though. Like, it's just like, God damn, how do all these people have so many problems and most of it's all in the heart of fucking bible country like these guys are all supposed to be like upstanding christian men and doing all this shit and they're also this is this is the same area by the way that they've done studies yeah most uh logins per day on porn like in comes the from the south yeah dope. comes from the bible belt dope no one certainly no one watches more porn. everybody's got skeletons in the closet and you know that's an ugly truth but especially interracial porn well, that's what they're into. Yeah, down no there. problem with that. No, but I mean, of all the places to be in down with interracial porn, it's some uh, place somewhere that, in the fucking that waves Alabama, Confederate flags. Yeah, <laughs> that's so fucking weird. Uh, everybody's got skeletons in the closet. I get that, but it's like, are the are the is it just that they're they're just in such high profile positions that they're getting outed, or is it just that? Yeah, just that's like, what I'm saying. I'm saying like 20 years ago and beyond. A Bear Bryant. Bear Bryant is like a legendary Alabama Alabama, Alabama coach. coach. And yeah. I have a feeling that dude was like into something creepy, but we never knew because, you know, he's probably touching little boys. It's like it's like the Beatles, you know, like the yeah. Beatles were so big because we didn't know that much about them in the 60s because they were such a shadowy like they were larger than life. You didn't know yeah. anything. And now we can say, oh, LeBron's a little bitch because we see him all the time and we feel familiar enough to just rip this guy who's like the Uh-oh. greatest player of his sport. It's just that kind of thing where he it's like always posting passive aggressive <laughs> shit on social media. Like he's all he's never like I'm just never, saying there's no unanimously yeah. liked person anymore there's always and even joe paterno yeah. joe paterno was a legendary coach forever and he just had the misfortune of living long enough uh-huh. to become oh you're just a, a accessory to pedophilia yeah. <laughs> and all i mean not condoning paterno's actions in any way but all he did was just okay I he just i can't worry about this all like, he did was live too long as like a yeah. oblivious old man yeah, <laughs> I, can't I don't believe he had a single like nefarious bone in his body but he was just ignorant and he was just like mm, let's go to practice it's funny that you bring up joe paterno because like one of the top stories on reddit today was like a bunch of kids saw this guy drowning uh and they just kind of laughed at him and didn't do anything and didn't help him and didn't you know call the authorities or whatever and and uh uh how you know well it, it's one thing to just openly mock somebody who's dying but you know it's another thing to be like joe paterno and just be like 
I can't worry about this. Like, I, I, I know what he's doing is fucked up, but, you know, shit's about to hit the fan. I'm non-confrontational, like... <laughs> you know what I imagine? At the time, they said it was something like... Like, his story was that all he ever heard about was horseplay. And it was just basically the old man saying... He just got naked and wrestled around. <laughs> Knock it off, you know? Yeah. Mm, stop it. Yeah. And it's kind of like when you would say, like... like disgustingly vulgar things in Mr. Ted, your grandpa's presence, and he would just go, what? Like, rather than like, that's disgusting, KT, he would just go, what? Shock. <laughs> he like, would just pretend like he didn't hear it and was just what? like, what? And then just, just ignore me. And like, just go around and do his business. I feel like that's what Paterno was doing. Just, he's doing what? Get out of here. I don't care. Well, get Not that I don't care. Just He didn't agree with it, so he's nah. just like, I don't want anything to do this. Like, you know, you do you, I'll do me. But, Kids uh, these days. <laughs> did you, uh, Kooky did you happen to see, so you got back on Twitter a couple days ago. Did you happen to see? I think like yesterday. Two days oh, ago. Oh, so maybe you didn't hear. I might have oh, missed it. On. Did I already? Okay, here it is. It's up here. Uh, did you happen to see the uh, Madame Tassad? Is that how you say it? <laughs> The, be, the Beyonce. Yes, we have Beyonce news. By the way, she looks like Shakira. She looks like the- Britney Spears. <laughs> like, she looks like Britney fucking. There's Spears. one. Did you see the other ones? I've seen a few. Pictures. There was there was one that was like okay, like at least I can see like okay, it's the blonde Beyonce, Beyonce and it's a little yeah. whitewashed, but yeah. like at least she's kind of thick. There's yeah. some of them where it's like a stick like white woman, like it's like a super thin white woman, and she just happens to be wearing booty shorts, and they're like Beyonce, and yeah. it's like what Beyonce right there. So they put up this fucking wax figurine or a few different ones of Beyonce, and she's totally washed out. Her hair is fucking bleach blonde, like, and you know, and she's doing this weird like latin thing with her fingers like yeah and uh it's like do you think she's shakira it's what it what is this well they 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 took it down right oh they did yeah they took it down because people just were fucking up and watch you're about to see the most racist wax figure of beyonce in response to it it's like fine you want her to be black here we go oh my god Uh, isn't that funny though dude i was just like uh, my first thought was not like you know well my first thought was really like what I get that it's a thing and wax museums are like, you know, a thing, but I was just like, really? Like, why are we doing this still? Why why are we still making wax figurines figurines of people? Like, what are we doing? And then I saw that, then I looked a little closer at it and I was like, oh dear God. Yeah, no, it's really bad. They've made an egregious mistake here. Like, Like, look at how much this looks like George Clooney. Like, they can do white people just fine, oh, apparently. Yeah. apparently is- it's just tough to do black people, I guess. I don't know. But I saw the, the pictures. <laughs> there, there's one where it's like they stack their faces together, like Beyonce's actual face versus... Oh, that's a pretty decent Jimi Hendrix, though. So, I mean... Yeah, I mean, from what I've seen in pictures, I mean, yeah. But, yeah, sure. anyway. They did. They stacked up the wax figure Beyonce next to the real Beyonce's face, and just to see the differences is just completely outrageous. They have Hitler there, and there's an Asian lady standing right next to Hitler. <laughs> this picture on my Instagram, it had a, it had Stalin, uh, Churchill, and Hitler all standing next to each other at the wax museum, and this Japanese lady was like oh yeah take a picture of me she stood next to hitler goes ha ha hails hitler like <laughs> sticks her arms straight out in a diagonal just <laughs> and then like i even had the caption on my instagram i was 0.25 seconds late from checking this girl hailing hitler in her picture oh my next god to hitler. uh you should have just filmed it like and the, the best part is that she was japanese like you know Dude. an axis power <laughs> oh my god <laughs> 
why would you, that's not even funny like it's funny because it's so agree like just i mean irreverent. it's like, not like she looked around left and right making sure no one was around no there was a line of people and she's so, like now it's my turn ha <laughs> oh my god oh my god like like years of of brutality and murder and 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 racism you know just to be summed up by this Japanese lady. I wonder if, saluting like... Saluting the Fuhrer. <laughs> I wonder, and uh, yeah, I'm not trying to, like, you know, hate on anybody, on any culture or anything. Do you think, like, in Jap- Japanese history books, like, they talk about World War II as, like, some war they were a part of? <laughs> uh, like, when you lose a war, how do you think you teach people about that war in because because we already know the south kind of lies about they kind of fudge the truth a little bit on the civil war well i think and slavery in general and for us it's here in america it's totally different because i feel like there's a lot of we've never lost there's a lot of british people in on reddit and they know way more about our history than we do yes that's true because they've had an objective eye on it like you know what i mean like They've been looking at us and what we've been doing. And when they learn U.S. history facts, they're like, oh, that's really interesting. Whereas we've been hearing them since we were four. So oh, anything so. that new comes around, we probably miss because we're like, yeah. ah, they're talking about the Declaration of Independence again. Well, and, and, and history for, for the over. most part, like, did a really poor job of... Uh, like talking about the whys of history, it was pretty much just like an on. It was bullet points, and yeah, 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 you had to memorize dates and facts. And we didn't talk about people, like themes and motives at all. Like we didn't talk about like why the Civil War happened very much. We just talk about the dates and the important battles, and it's like who really gives a shit about the dates that the battles happened? Like yeah. that's not important. What's important is why it only we matters fought. in the like, context of like, and then this happened, and this yeah. happened because this happened, because and only six months later this happened, for four yeah. years or whatever. Like you know, like. How long did the Civil War last? Um, I think it was like 61 to 65, so. Yeah. Like about four years. Hmm. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, we never talked about what what made these things so significant. We just talked about the fact that they were significant for no apparent reason, apparently. Like, you know, here's the Civil War. Here's the Cold War. Here's this. Here's that. And it was, it wasn't, it was never really, like, in-depth described as to why things happen. I guess because they were trying to pack so much into. Yeah, they were like, these kids year, aren't paying like, attention. Like, yeah. just, they got to memorize. Well, we have to stuff. make it easy for him. History could be a really hard class. Like, yes, but the but, but my favorite class and the class I remember the most from was sophomore year Madrid. And Mr. Madrid told history in stories. Like he, he every day when we walked in, he hand drew a map of any part of Europe that we were going to talk about that day. Sometimes it was all of Europe. Sometimes it was just the coast. And he like did it to scale every time. And it was just like a fascinating and he would tell the story. He wouldn't write down bullet points. He wouldn't hand out notes. It was awesome. And I wish more. But I mean, you can't expect all teachers to put forth that effort and that kind of uh, enthusiasm about what they're teaching. A lot of teachers are like, this is what I got into teaching for. I'm just going to hand out these notes and read read chapter three i feel like as a teacher and you'll probably get fired very quickly but you should always be a renegade yeah especially if you should always be like they, they told me to stop saying this but you know what, you know what? Fuck it's it. important like this is important like <laughs> they it, told me to stick to the curriculum and i i'm telling them if you make sure and don't go tattling to them i'm gonna make this class as much fun as i yeah, can if you can keep this from your parents yeah like if them. you guys don't like slip grade wise as a as a class because i'm not just gonna give everyone a's i'm gonna try to make this as much fun as, as possible i've had a few teachers like that and they were great and then the event and inevitably they got replaced yep because someone one kid or one parent probably had a problem with them and all it took was 
do you remember like in principle. your like uh yeah you took biology right everybody yeah. had to take biology yeah I, I, biology isn't a science fuck biology really I, I it's it's the aristotle thing who who walks down to the to the shoreline points at a dolphin 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 that's what biology is it's naming it's putting names to things not entirely <laughs> like biology is no. just a very broad fucking because like social behaviors and stuff i yeah. feel like that's a different thing than biology yeah, that's fucking like sociology or yeah. behavioral psychology like that's all different but remember when you took a biology class and you like you had to take a fucking permission slip home and get it signed by your parents because you're that, getting a d in it no oh. well that that was every <laughs> class not just biology uh you had to take a paper home get it signed by your parents and and so that your teacher could teach you about evolution and not creation no you never really no I had this teacher named Miss Chavez, and she made us all go take these papers to our parents and get Weird. signed so that she could tell us about... Uh, I mean, I went to a secular private school, so I have a feeling. No, this was in 10th grade. Oh, really? Yeah. In Troy? Yeah, in 10th grade. She, we I feel to, like if you're sending your kid to Troy, you're like you're handing over all rights. Like, yes, please teach my kid anything because you guys are awesome. whatever is supposed to be right. But <laughs> yeah, we had to sign these permission slips by our... Get our Get permission slips signed by our parents to return them to class so that our teacher could teach us about evolutionary theory and not creationism. Like, isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? I was just like, why? Even as a 16-year-old, I was just like, why? Stephanie went to Catholic schools for like, you know, eight years before uh, high school. And she said, like, totally fully knowing about evolution that they would teach, like, not strict creationism, but they wouldn't teach evolution. They, like, made it very vague and made it very, like, and everything's kind of open to interpretation and Lord works in mysterious ways and moving on. And the Lord created evolution. That's, like, how they they fucking backdoor their way into (laughs) that. They willed Charles Darwin to discover the divine plan. Is how God, you know, really operates, and it's like, oh, okay, but it's him mixing together the right. Did you, did you, did you have another topic? Did you have another? I had more on the whole college football thing. I was just gonna give more. Uh, just it, uh, only in the last like five or seven years, I've got. You can list ten examples. Have you ever seen the Bobby Petrino uh, pictures? Bobby Petrino at Arkansas. Okay, Bobby Petrino was the Atlanta Falcons head coach. Uh-huh. And he was like, I'm going to, you know, turn these Falcons around because Michael Vick had been kind of starting to slip. Mm-hmm. And then Michael Vick goes to jail for dogfighting. Bobby Petrino, bye. <laughs> he just just leaves after like five weeks of, of the of the next season. He's like, I'm, I'm gone. And then he starts coaching Arkansas. And he's, you know, trying to bring Arkansas back to prominence. Arkansas, the college. Then he shows up to a press conference one day, and hold on, let me let me just describe what you see. I'm sure you've seen this picture before, but all right. So we have got an incredibly white man with a totally sunburnt face, wearing a big red what looks like a, a hard shell parka, and a neck brace. <laughs> He's got a neck brace on. You know why his face is that red? Somebody threw him out of a window. He. Got in a motorcycle accident oh. and slid <laughs> slid on his face. So those burns on his cheeks and nose are like they're straight up road burns. It's <laughs> crazy to me that 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 the helmet law isn't enforced in every single state. So like, this this guy's beat to shit. He's yeah. wearing an Allstate Sugar Bowl hat, which yeah. means like, remember He's, when I won this? You know, or it's, he's got serious burns on his head. But it's trying to say, like, remember when I won this? It's it's clear, like, this is my uh, this is my achievement. So ignore all of this right here. So yeah. people are like asking him about this. He goes, oh, I just you know lost my balance. Blah 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 blah. As it comes out, 
when the police report was written, they wrote that he was riding his motorcycle and two people were involved. Not the person that he hit, because he didn't hit anybody. He just rode off into a ditch because he was distracted by his passenger on the motorcycle, who was a intern in her 20s. And for that whole press conference, they're like, you know, asking him all these things. And he's just, oh, you know, I was just going blah, 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 blah. I was just fucking bitches and getting money, man. So it was an intern that she, that he had hired and essentially started having an affair with. Bobby Petrino, last year, went to a pretty major bowl coaching Louisville. So I'm saying these guys are despicable human beings. They are really good at their job, and they'll get another chance. Yeah, <laughs> Hugh, Hugh Freeze, Ole Miss was a was a pretty good job, but yeah. I mean it's a middle of the road SS, SEC team. He's probably going to be like coaching Temple in like two years because Temple, you know, is like oh we could use some butts in the seats and we'll handle ten years of uh, allegations Scandal afterwards and... for three awesome years with oh, Hugh yeah. Freeze being our coach. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, <laughs> Uh, Lane Kiffin, that little mini story I told. He, he's in like four jobs in the, in the span of like six years. That's fu- it's so fucking crazy to me that how how like corrupt and backwards that and those if, programs and, are. And if a college football player wants to transfer, he's got to sit out of here, right? And or and not get paid like and for no money. money. Yeah, Rather, these no guys, money, yeah. I'm gonna cut up cut up this million dollar contract I have and sign a brand new million dollar contract over here. You know what else is kind of stupid and 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 maybe there's a reason for this that isn't as stupid and I'm just not thinking about it like in depth enough. You know, like you have to forego your eligibility to enter the draft. Yes. Why? No, it's it's hiring the agent. Oh. You can enter the draft uh-huh. or you can declare for the draft without yeah. hiring an agent. And you just kind of see, you feel you see the offers. Goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But without an agent, it's kind of hard because you, as a 19-year-old, don't have the connections that to an ne- agent yeah, might have. Of course. But also an agent gets 3% of your contract. So he's going to be telling you, oh, yeah, you're going in the oh, first yeah, round. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. He doesn't give a shit if you actually do. I mean, he would help. It would yeah. be nice. But he, if him go, you going back to school for a year isn't going to get him any money. Uh-huh. So he's always the agent's always going to encourage, oh, yeah, I'm here. You're going second, third round. Like, yeah, you should totally declare. Dude, that's a fucking and shady market, too. And what agents do is to get even more than just that 3%. They give money up front, which is why the second you hire an agent, you can't go back to college because it's an ass- assumption that the agent is going to give you money up front for, right. for suits, for nice watches, for the family to fly out to the draft and all that kind of stuff. That is so fucked up, dude. College sports are insane. What is that I'm hearing? College sports, by the way. Not minor league sports. These are colleges. That's probably like a lawnmower or a weed whacker. Somebody blowing something up out there. Um, I think we're good, right? How many? How many? What are we at? We're not an hour fifteen, baby. We can <laughs> pimpin' ain't easy. <laughs> Says Bobby Petrino. <laughs> yeah, this dude in Florida. Did you hear about the guy shooting fucking guns at the AT and T trucks? No. Yeah. Oh yes, yes. We just walked out plainly, just bam. Which is funny. Which is kind of like a. So he walks out, shoots a tire, walks to the other side, shoots both tires over there too, and it's just like, don't you want it to leave? Right, right. He was frustrated that they were there in the first place, so he decided like, that his like slap- way of handling this problem is blowing the tires out so the cars can't go, so they have it's, to wait longer to get like, a tow truck. It's like you want a homeless person to leave, you know, at the front of your store, so break you, their legs. You break his legs, yeah. <laughs> chain him to the store. Now yeah, what, bitch? Yeah, put a ball and chain on his legs. Look at this guy. There's a video of this nut, this fucking Houston nut. No, there's oh. a video of this guy just walking around shooting, shooting him. But it's like. They were just checking in with get off my lawn guy, you know, because and by the way, where do you think this happened? 
Uh, Florida. Yes. Yes. You're 100 percent right, dude. There's a, there's actually a Twitter uh, account called Florida Man, yeah. and it's just a uh, it's because that's how all the great headlines start. Florida Man dies yep. after challenging alligator to a wrestling match. How <laughs> are all the craziest people in the world in Florida? Like, what is it about Florida that makes it such an insane place to live? It's because, like, when you hear Florida, you think either, like, Disney World or Miami. people in golf. That's or Miami the, yeah. and, like, Boca and, yeah, old people golf beaches. But there's this whole northern Florida, which is still the south, and it's, like, the craziest part of the south that you've ever seen. Because, at least with... Alabama and Tennessee, they've got this like gentlemanly decorum. They might not all be gentlemen and they might not all be that like, you know, high class, but they get that like that Colonel Sanders kind of, you know, plantation like, oh, how do you do, sir? Like Florida, I feel like doesn't have that at all. Dude, they're, <laughs> they're like as redneck as it gets, dude. They're just there. Like Jacksonville and like Pensacola, Tallahassee, all those northern areas that are just all swamps and you think people are going to be like, you know, smarmy businessmen. Not up there. They're, no. they're Dude, in. It's a weird place. Like, it's, I, I hope to never go to Florida. Old Smokey and the Bandit. Like, no, not Old Smokey and the Bandit. Uh, Gator and, you know, airboats yeah. and stuff. Yeah. That's all Florida. That's never good. See, it's such a weird place. It is so bizarre. It's like another fucking country, like almost. Like, it's such a weirdo fucking locale where they're all there. The, sh- the shriveled penis of America. Pretty much. That's what it is. America's little tiny dong. Well, anything else? Uh, Does that make us the ass? That makes us the ass of America, baby. With that big booty, baby. There's some big old booty cheeks. Just fucking spank them up, baby. Just spank them up. Well, what do you think? Yeah, we're done. Anything else? No. Anything else? No? No. We're going to sign off with the infamous... No. Poop? No, I'm just gonna close it. Can I? Can I just skidoo? Poop skidoo. Poop skidoo. Poop skidoo. I'll start unplugging shit. Skidoo. Poop skidoo. Poop skidoo. Poop skidoo. Turn everything off. Poop skidoo. At least it's at the end and not the.